This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss, and you are listening to our special eight-episode mini-series on our team interview for the Ideal Team Player. Let's jump right in. All right, so Dave, you were making an important point before we cut you off completely. (laughs) Yes, Uh, let's, let's rewind. Okay, so... You before you started rambling, <laughs> Travis, you were going somewhere. I was going I, somewhere, and, yeah. and you know, I got I, the bus broke down. <laughs> yes, so <laughs> there was actually two points. I made a no, and this actually connects both of them. So look at that. So you started going somewhere with like what we're trying to create with the framework. So what I started hearing was the goal of this is not to create clones of people, right, or robots that are all acting the same way. That's impossible, right? That, that you're not, you're not going to get anything out of that. You can't even do that. You would never want to. But what it does is it gives the vocabulary, it opens the conversation and it lets the guard down for people to have this conversation. And when it becomes normal speak, right, of the culture or the company right. to, to say, if you say hungry, humble, smart, someone knows what you're talking about, right? And it becomes normal to self-assess or to have the conversation to assess each other and being open to it, right? Like you, you said earlier, you're just, you're not smart, right? Like, like kind of joking, but it's okay to have the conversation of this is somewhere, you know, if you work, if, if we can work on this or we're conscious of it, you, you'll accelerate, right? You'll, you'll be a, have a whole different perspective and conversations with people. So I think you have to use the framework in the right way. It has to just be the opening to say, this is, now it's okay to talk about this. It's actually encouraged, not even okay. It's encouraged to talk about this as a company and as people to get better personally and professionally. And that's how it could best be used, not to create this like cult type of thing in the company, right? Of that you're trying to operate in. And just to kind of, I, I guess, kind of jump off of that into applications, right? One of the things, especially after reading this book, and and this is something that I've always believed in, but it's sometimes it's hard. It's hard to have the hard conversations with people Mm. sometimes. And it's really hard to do, you know, actually do the things, Um, but living it. And it's been interesting, even more recently with me, just trying to make sure I am embodying some of these things to whatever degree that I can. And I have had a couple of really hard conversations lately with with other coworkers that that I have a lot of respect for that you know because there's there's either a deficit or they're they're dorking up my day of of in some way shape or form that is not allowing me to be as productive or allowing me to be my best self and just trying to really hone in on the smart way to approach it and communicate in a most effective manner. Um, and, and those conversations have gone really well. And it's like, you can, I know, I believe in my core that, okay, if I can do these things, you're showing other people that they can do these things. And it's only going to make them level up. I want people to have those conversations with me and say, man, you're, you know, Jess, you really dorked up my day because you did X, Y, Z. I want that feedback. I welcome that feedback. And one thing I keep coming back to in just having my own internal dialogue, it's respect. I have enough respect for my colleagues that I want them to improve. I want them to be better. And I want them to have enough respect for me to say those hard things to me too, so that I can be better. So 
you know, it's, um, it, it's, I love, I love dorking up my day. I, I, you know, I haven't heard that's you say another that t-shirt. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I know that that could be on a hat. Actually don't dork up my day. <laughs> Yeah. Your bumper sticker that that would be a perfect. I have a bumper st- sticker that says "Don't read the next line," and it says, "You little something like you little rebel." I like you underneath that, right? <laughs> I need to get another bumper st- sticker that says "Don't dork up my day." That that would be really good. But That's good. what you're what you're talking about really embodies the point about humbleness because you really have to be humble. I mean, humble required um, to be able to. Open yourself up to accept that. And the only way that you can do that is if you feel comfortable in the fact that you are surrounded by people who are are, are leading with the same virtues. Because you want to make sure if I open up vulnerability, if I'm humble enough to say I want to get better and, and Dave, I want you to come to me and tell me when I need to get better. Um, if I'm comfortable enough doing that, you know, you need to that the person on the other side of that needs to make sure that they're not um, using that from a, from a manipulative standpoint or from an advantageous standpoint, trying to take advantage of it, right? Because what I, all I'm saying is, you know, to, to the most entry-level person to the top of the food chain, I want to get better. And if you recognize something that I can do to get better, please bring it to me. And if somebody uses that as trying to get leverage or something like that, uh-huh. then, then, then that is very dangerous. So number one, it takes a lot of humbleness to do that. But number two, it requires us actually to surround ourselves and hold everybody around us accountable to those standards so that we can trust in the fact, and this is, you know, when we talk about ideal team players and we talk about team of teams, you can't have any of this without trust. Yes. And so one of the gut check realities that you have when you take a framework like this and you say, okay, this is what we're going to live by is if people are not strong. And I, and I like to say, if you can be, uh, if you're deficient, if let's let's say you're really not good at one of these three areas, it's going to be really hard to catch up because you're just not that type of person. And it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you don't fit that culture. Right. Um, and if you're really poor at two areas, maybe not deficient, but like near average or slightly below average. Right. Um, you're really not going to be able to keep up with this because it's, it's a lot to work on. It's a lot to, it's a lot of personal pressure to try to get up to standards, yet alone, everybody else is growing. Everybody else is developing so fast because they bought into this. They trust each other. They're coming up with each other and saying, Hey, I saw you were struggling with this. Maybe you could say this on the phone next time, or that person, you send them an email and they respond a certain way. Next time, call them, you know, all the, like the little things that we do, everybody's into helping each other. Somebody else is just trying to figure out how to like literally, um, even enter the conversation and the conversation is already raging on. And so one of the things that happens, I think is when we, once we implement this and we're walking around and we're talking about problems, it also gives us the dialogue to be able to say what the problem is. So the problem isn't necessarily a person. So, and I think that it's easy to blame things on people. So you can't go and say, Hey, that's Justin's problem. Justin's the problem. You can, but you can go and say, Justin's really struggling with the fact that, you know, he's not very humble and it comes across in meetings and it comes across in, in, you know, the way that he's interacting in group settings and it's a really big issue. And he's also not accepting of feedback. He's, he's not that, that smart skill 
that would be required for him to accept feedback and make personal change, that doesn't seem to be working either. So it's not that Justin's a bad person. It's that he's missing some of these things and he may have incredible skills and talents in like different spaces. And, and he might have, you know, other virtues that he lives by that are equally as admirable. But the reason why he's not jiving with the team, the reason why that there's a trust loss or people are like, oh, I don't want to deal with that guy probably comes back to something in that scale being off because we can deal with different personalities, right? We can deal with, oh, that's a, that's a, you know, a number cruncher guy. And if you're going to talk to him, you got to talk numbers and, and that's a passion guy. If you're going to talk to him, it's going to be fast forward. And, and that's a hype guy. If you're going to talk to him, you know, it's just, you know, it's all hype. And this is more of a reserved person. If you're going to talk to them, tone it down, cool it down a little bit. But what you can't do is get somebody, you know, who just doesn't buy into what you buy. And they're like, look, yeah, I'm hungry for me. I'm here for me. Okay. I, that doesn't make you bad. There are people who do amazing things because they're in it for them. It just means that you can't be on a team of people that are not leading with I'm in it for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it helps you identify it, I guess, is we can look at the person instead of saying he's a bad person and just say, you know, they're that hungry quality is off a little bit. And that's probably not something that we can fix as a team. So we need to help them figure out how to move on. And that's some of that hard part, Jess, I think that you're talking about is because sometimes you wake up and you realize that maybe you have friends or maybe you have family or maybe you have colleagues that are just in a different boat and you've got to put up some kind of boundaries because you want to be able to trust and you want to be able to have people trust you and you're trying to figure out why there's friction and, and you know, it's unfortunately, you know, sometimes who we're putting around us.